Welcome to the Know No Strangers podcast, where attorney and legal advocate Bill Robinson shares life lessons and inspiration. Hey, my friends, and welcome to another edition of No No Strangers. This is attorney William C. Robinson out of Miami, Florida, and it's a bright, sunny Monday morning, and happy Monday to everybody. I'm coming off a wonderful weekend. You know, I'm an avid swimmer, and I just competed in the Masters Challenge at the Swimming Hall of Fame. The Swimming Hall of Fame is located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and it just underwent a million, multi-million dollar renovation. And this was the first meet there in four years uh, after the renovation was completed. And it's a beautiful facility. I love swimming in the Hall of Fame. I want to be a Hall of Fame swimmer. I'm getting faster and faster. So uh, keep, keep praying for me and keep knowing that I'm working on it. My biggest challenge is to beat the legendary Cav Kavanaugh, who is 87 years old. And I'm glad to report that I finally beat Cav Kavanaugh this weekend in the 200 meter freestyle. I felt kind of bad about it. I'm 66 and I'm competing with an 87 year old man, but this man is a legend, a marvel, and a fantastic shark. Once he jumps in the water, he is zooming right along. But I did the mile, the 100, the 50. Calf beat me in the 50 meter race. I'm so shocked and surprised, but the man is fast. He's a legend. And I, he's my idol, more importantly. I want to be 87 years old and still stroking people. So make that your ambition. Get out there and exercise and work out and live a very healthy lifestyle. Uh, I'm also reading some good books. I love to read. I love to do audio books. And uh, it's great entertainment. I, I even turn the basketball game off sometime to listen to my audio books. And I purchased recently a new one. I watch C-SPAN book notes and they have book note TVs and there's wonderful authors on there uh, who describe the subjects they have written about. And there's a professor at UCLA who does an extensive and wonderful job on civil rights. I'm a fancy myself a civil rights attorney as well. And uh, her name is Joanna Swartz and she's just released a book called Shielded, How the Police Became Untouchable. And uh, what you uh, see in uh, all these police brutality cases, the most recent one in, in Memphis, but they happen all the time. They've been happening for years and years and years. And citizens are supposed to be protected from unreasonable search and seizure pursuant to the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. It doesn't say the police are supposed to be protected. It says citizens are supposed to be protected. And what we find is that the courts have kind of changed the law and created uh, since about 1971 immunities for police actions that they deem to be in good faith and reasonable. Most recently, uh, the Supreme Court decided in a case involving the federal agents that you couldn't sue federal agents. It's the Egbert versus Boulay case, which I've spoken about before. And it's really an anathema to justice in America. But uh, Miss Schwartz has written about how uh, the police have become shielded through uh, sovereign immunity, through qualified immunity. And there's been many attempts to change that law 
uh, by Congress to create a statute, but has not occurred thus far. And citizens still have to fight to get justice in cases. I'm pursuing cases now against uh, federal homeland security for the wrongful killing of my client. And uh, we've got to fight on for justice, fight on for justice. You may not win at the trial level, but there's always the appellate court. And we're reminded that uh, Thurgood Marshall faced greater obstacles than we will ever face. And he always knew that he would get a fairer shake on at the appellate level than maybe at the trial court level. So uh, consider reading uh, Shielded, How Police Became Untouchable by uh, Joanna Schwartz. I'm going to read it, and I listened to a little bit of it last night, and it was quite enjoyable. Today, I want to share a little bit about uh, retaliatory discharge. I'm also a workers' compensation lawyer for many years, and uh, there is uh, a law, the Florida Statute 440, covers uh, workplace injuries. You have entitlement to benefits if you're injured on the job, and you also have protections. One of the protections you have is found in uh, Florida Statute 440.205, which uh, deals with retaliatory discharge. The employer cannot retaliate against you for pursuing your rights under the workers' compensation statute. 440.205 says specifically, no employer shall discharge, intimidate, or coerce any employee by reason of such employees' valid claim for compensation under workers' compensation law. So the employer cannot discharge you. He can discharge you, but not for your filing a workers' comp claim. He should not be able to intimidate you for filing a workers' comp claim, and he should not be able to coerce you in any way because you filed a workers' comp claim. You may, there's a case where uh, a man uh, filed a workers' comp claim. No, he did not file a workers' comp claim specifically. What happened was he was injured and then he asked for more medical attention of the employer. And after he asked, they fired him. So in order for him to prove a case uh, of retaliatory discharge, the first element is that you must prove that you sought workers' compensation benefits. The second element is that you suffered an adverse employment action. And the third element is that there has to be a causal relationship between your seeking workers' compensation benefits and the adverse employment action. And if you prove uh, these elements, then the burden of proof shifts to the employer and he's got to offer a legitimate non-discriminatory reason for the adverse action. So if he does do that and say, well, do we just uh, had to cut our employees because our business is poor, then the employee has the opportunity to come back and show that the supposed legitimate reason is pretextual and it's not for real. So uh, these are the elements of uh, proof of a retaliatory discharge claim. And, uh, you know, the employer can fire you if they have a legitimate business reason, but if they're retaliating you because you're seeking treatment or your rights under the workers' compensation statute, uh, they can't do that. That's retaliation. So please look out for intimidation and coercion by employers for those who are injured on the job. Now, you might think you must file an, uh, a petition for benefits, which is a claim under the workers' compensation statute with the uh, 
office of the judge of compensation claims. But if you seek workers' compensation benefits or you, that you may be entitled to, you may be covered under the retaliatory discharge portion of this uh, statute. So uh, please uh, be aware of your rights and know that people cannot retaliate against you for pursuing your rights. And uh, we ask you to remember me, William C. Robinson, if you need any legal help, I'm here to assist you and uh, share my swimming stories and everything else with you. Keep fighting, my friends. This is America, and we've got to make sure that we ensure America lives up to our creed, to uh, equal opportunity for all. So let's try to protect everybody's rights. Thank you and have a good day. William Robinson. Bye. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Mr. Robinson's legal practice, visit williamcrobinsonattorney.com.